Hi everyone, and welcome to Advice from Life. I'm your host, Luca. Um, this show is really about just being straightforward with each other, and I'm not going to be putting in all this perfect time to make this show perfect, because it's, it's not going to be perfect. Every, nothing's perfect. And it's about capturing how adolescents deal with depression, anxiety, different things like that. And I'm not a licensed psychologist, anything. I'm 16, and I go to high school and I'm just trying to help others because I've been through different things that I'll talk about later in the episode but I'm just there I just want to help other people yeah so let's just get right into it um so the beginning of my life I spent a lot of it well all of it at private schools um east coast mainly in a white majority and it wasn't it was terrible um these boarding schools really push on their children like little children to be perfect and do all these different things that nobody should have to do in the beginning of the year. You're supposed to have fun as a kid, not get perfect grades and stuff like that and be expected to write hours and hours of homework in middle school. So I was getting bullied a lot when I was younger, uh, about first to third grade in the beginning, uh, mainly because I was getting body shamed because of how I looked and I was perceived to be a little bit chubbier on the heavy side because I wasn't skinny like everybody else. But that... I was myself, so why should I be bullied for that? Um, and then we went into fifth grade. Um, that was my last year at my first school, and I made a lot of good friends, but they weren't real friends. A lot of kids like used me uh, to get stuff, and I was vulnerable, and I got manipulated. Um, so then I got transferred, and this was a big decision. I got transferred to a all-boys Catholic uh, school um about 15 minutes away from me and it was the worst decision that my parents could ever make um, mainly because it, it was such a toxic environment um, because yeah so they would push religion on you and if you weren't being religious then it, you were just not doing anything right and you would get bad grades um, you had to study different religions which isn't always a bad thing but a lot of the, some kids were Jewish and they were kind of targeted by staff but um the main reason why i left is one because they never had any good help for people like me who has adhd and add and who doesn't pay attention in class because of his adhd and i couldn't take the meds right like i didn't know what was happening and so they never gave me any help and they wouldn't accept it so we left and um well i got taken out um, so that was a time about 2019 when um, I came back from summer camp. It was about August, and a lot of things were going on in my life that were just just horrible. And um, I was having a lot of suicidal thoughts, and my depression really amped up. And was diagnosed with severe depression instead of just you know, depression. And um, I was getting bullied at school. Um, one incident is I was um, self harming and. I came to school and one of those kids saw it and said, that's not real, uh, you know, cutting. Um, you're not actually depressed or suicidal. And um, that was really powerful for me because it kind of changed everything. I uh, went home and I was cutting on my wrist for many, many weeks. And I finally got inducted to a partial treatment uh, center um, for about two weeks. And that was going really well, actually. I was about to leave the at the end of the day, and um, I was cutting during that day, and um, I had attempted to kill myself, uh, end my life, 
on on that day and I was hospitalized um, and taken to um, a unit and we like my parents weren't allowed to come with me until I got there and so they were really they were crying it was it was a big deal um, and we, they were just struggling so much and it was just really hard for everybody there to watch one the school didn't know where I was my friends didn't know like my family didn't know except for my mom and dad my sister didn't know what was going on and honestly I didn't know what was going on there were so many different things in my head I was hearing voices different things like that um and so basically like it just got way worse and I got taken in the the hospital and I was in a unit uh lockdown uh, place and we I was taken in got like set up and everything and I had a roommate but I moved out because I didn't want to be with him and so I had my own room and um they I would have psychotic episodes I would freak out they would get taken to the panic room they would tie me down um and my parents didn't know what was happening on the inside right and so I used to write all these like different songs I would write stuff I would draw I would say like I would write suicide notes all the time um I tried to kill myself a lot and so it, it just got it was terrible um as a 13 year old kid um from being bullied and depression and many things going on in my life um after that i was doing apparently better and so they moved me down to a it's a bat sea bat program and it that i got moved and it was like for younger kids um and i was 13 i was kind of the older one and um i was in my room the kid next to me didn't have anything just a mattress because of how suicidal he was i mean like it was intense um i saw so many i saw things that no kid or anybody should see it's traumatizing i now have ptsd from it it is traumatizing um and so i was in there for about a week and a half i was still cutting um and this girl and me bonded over cutting like what the fuck we bonded over cutting no okay um so basically i was in there um i was getting really mad at my parents um a lot of bad things were happening i was so done with like life basically kind of thing like i didn't want to have a life anymore and i thought i was worthless and I actually watched uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse um, with Seabat and like the program, and it changed. It kind of, it kind of, it was kind of funny. Um, it made me call my dad because I felt really bad about what I've been doing. And during that time, my dad uh, lost his best friend um, to cancer, and he wasn't. My mom wasn't able to go to the funeral because she had to deal with me and the amount of shame and guilt that I have from that is enormous and intense because um, my dad never gets got to say goodbye to his friend he put me first which he didn't need to do but he was so open to new ideas and things like that my son has depression and he's dealing with a lot of stuff so i need to be there for him and that was really inspiring for me because i didn't really i didn't treat my parents well my parents to me weren't like nice I thought they were out, they they had it out for me, they didn't, they, they were always there for me, if I needed something, they were there, but no, 
I had to abuse the power. And so I got sent to Unit 3, and um, which is a lockdown. Because um, I was, uh, I tried to run away from my CBAT, um, and so I was in there, in Unit One, Three, for about a week, and it was, it was insane. Um, it was more adults, not adults, but older kids. So I was about, I was twelve, thirteen ish, and um, it was like seventeen year olds. Um, I was really small, um, five two, five. Yeah, it was it was short, and I was in there for a week, and they wouldn't let me out unless I went to a step down program. And my parents were like, "Okay, sure, we'll take him to a wilderness program." Nah, you can't take him to a wilderness program. You have to hire someone to do it. So we got goons. A goon is basically someone who's usually pretty jacked, and um, two people. My guy uh, had two guys who took me, Clint, and another guy I don't know, but they took me down to Georgia down to uh wilderness and um wilderness was a a changing moment in my life um i wasn't like yeah no one's gonna be perfect i didn't have it all figured it out but wilderness made me realize how much i needed a change first two weeks was really hard i didn't want to participate in anything um i didn't really talk to the group but the second like the second that i finally understood how important it is to change, I was I was on it. And j- uh, this guy uh, was my therapist. He was amazing. He used to hike barefoot, which is unbelievable to me. And um, it's just, like, it's insane how much wilderness just changes you because I never really went outside. I mean, I was, kinda, I was an outdoorsy kid, kind of, but not, like, wilderness intense. And um, I lost a lot of weight from psych hospitals. And I was down to 70 pounds. Um, and so it was hard for me to carry my backpack. So, but I did. And it went well. Um, wilderness graduated at 11 and a half weeks. Did nine mile hikes. It was it was intense. Um, wilderness is definitely helpful. But it might not just be for everyone. It's, uh, it's, op- it's opinion based. And it's also like, it depends on circumstances. So after I got out of wilderness, uh, my parents told me about the school, a couple schools they looked at, and one of them was this one school. We'll call it, we'll call it CG, sure. Um, and so um, after I went out of wilderness, I went home for about a week. Then I came out, went to CG, and um, it was a therapeutic boarding school. I was there for two years. Uh, many things happened in my time. I met a lot of people who were really important to me, and they cared about me a lot, which is really hard to find um, for me because I always try to push away feelings, bottle it up. It was really hard for me to accept how much help I actually needed after I got out of wilderness, even though I did get a lot of help in wilderness. It was hard for me not to reject the help. And there was a lot of people who really meant a lot to me. This one guy, we'll call him uh, Jeffrey. Um, he used to come into my room and help me out anytime I was dealing with something. He was always there for me. And this one wo- woman, uh, we'll call her, call her Jill. All right. Um, she worked out at the barn, and she, she was there for me anytime. Um, she helped me discover how much I love riding horses, western, because English isn't as good. Sorry, English writers. 
but it's it's important for you to have those allies and gain those allies and figure out who's an ally and who's an ogre, which I learned at CG. And I learned those, and I found out a lot of friends that I had back home who I thought were friends are really o- ogres and terrible people. But at CG, I felt in place. I felt like I had friends who actually cared. Staff cared all the time. They, r- they were there for us 24-7. I mean, yeah, you're going to see stuff you don't want to see. But at that point, I was kind of numb to it, which is really sad because um, seeing traumatic events happen is being normalized in different mental hospitals. And that's being come normalized. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Okay. So what? Big deal. Like, I've seen it before. That's, that's terrible. That's terrible. Um, it's really sad to see all these things happening to kids younger than me because I was f- turning 14. So I was 14 when I first started there. Um, and then about a year in, I had a really traumatic event. Um, that was really hard for me. And it opened up my eyes even more because I was lying to myself for that whole year. And that was intense. Um, it kind of, it, it really changed perspectives of how I view others and how I want others to view me. And it really helped, honestly. Um, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, um, but I mean, with Jill, um, she was like a mother figure to me because I was still pretty young and I was away from my parents for most of the year. And um, I can't t- speak for my parents, but I know that was pretty hard for them, what they told me. Um, a lot of crying at night. But they knew I was doing better because I opened up and talked to them more. I would interact more on family calls when I had me and my therapist and my family talking. And my therapist, she's she's amazing. Um, t- there's no words that can describe how helpful she was because it it gave me a second chance at life. Because um, before it was it was death. But she opened it. She opened my eyes so that I can live again. And I actually have a purpose. I found my purpose in life. And which was just helping people and caring about others, and knowing that I'm not, I'm not alone, because that's the biggest, biggest factor that plays into helping others is you need allies and support. Whenever you're doing anything, it's it's really nice to have allies and support because you know that people care. But no, back to Jill. Um, she was she was great. Um, I used to go out there, ride, hang out with the dogs. Hang out the horses, uh, and it, she just like she taught me that she like my therapist was really there for me emotionally, but Jill was there for me and taught me hard work and really pushed me to not give up in different sports such as horseback riding because I tried steer riding which was a lot of fun, um, got bucked off in a couple seconds but it was a lot of fun and a good experience. And I started getting into lo- like roping and riding, and she taught me like so many different things, and that I still use today with when working with animals, because I work with dogs sometimes, and they're dogs are great. I'm getting off topic, but hey, I mean, we're we're just chilling out, we're vibing, as I say. Okay, Jesus, this is just raw, non-edited footage, really. 
a little bit edited. Okay, maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, so, riotage footage, woohoo. But no, um, I'm right now in my dorm room, literally sitting here, waiting for people to come back. It's like 10 o'clock, finish all my homework. Now I'm just sitting here. So fun. But no, back to the whole story. Sorry, I got sidetracked. You know, I have ADHD. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. Okay, so, I was at CG, um, year and a half, and I was getting close. I, uh, I leveled up in phases. I got my phone. Um, yeah, I still had traumatic events. Um, I was coming up on my third year of not self-harming. Um, which was a big deal for me, and soon I'm coming up on my fourth year, so I'm really excited, um, really happy to celebrate, and also coming up on my anniversary, when I, uh, wanted to end my life, and tried to, uh, it should be, I think it was five years or four years, something like that, um, but no, it's, it's been, it's been good, I mean, I got out of CG at two years, and my graduation was amazing, it was beautiful, and I really appreciate everybody who was there. Um, uh, I, re- I I worked with this one guy named Seth. He is a rapper for YGS Young Hustle Society. Check them out. They're amazing. And um, he helped me find my voice in music. And I'm trying. It's it's hard. It's I'm not that good of it. But I'm trying. And I'm trying to get my voice out in music but also in podcasting, and so that's why I'm doing this. But, I mean, I think that's it for this podcast. I think we're going to end it with that. Um, I'll try to get another video, uh, another audio out soon, um, but stay tuned. I really appreciate you, actually, if you listened. Um, I love everybody, and I want you guys to get support if you need it. Um you can talk to your friends about stuff, but always talk to someone who's a licensed professional because they are trained to do their job. Your friends are there to support you, but if you need advice, go to your therapist or psychologist or whatever. Peace. I'm out.